You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. You can stop folding paper cranes. Your wish has been granted. The Sonic Society with Jack Ward and David Alt. Certainly unpleasant. Uh, methyl dextracholine from the aftertaste. Mm. Now, why would someone want to feed me a form of knockout gas not available on the earth? Uh, rather dark here, but with a little sound, even the audio space can produce light there. Things are never really as dark as it seems in audio drama. There's always a flicker here and there. Oh, what's this? Oh, I would say I haven't looked quite so fit in some... Ah, hang on now, this entire chamber I'm in is made of some kind of reflected material. It's like glass, but from the sound of it, it's more tempered, like metal. Hmm, I'm not picking up the tortoise anywhere, and I can't see Jack. I can't see Jack. <laughs> um, the one signal I can pick up is a broadcast from Halloween night. <laughs> Halloween is the most prolific time for audio drama producers. All the great horror comes out and leaves a greater impact in the podiosphere. From the looks of things, I'm even picking up signals from 91.1 WKNOFM and what was the live stream of ah, Chatterbox Audio Theatre Show. This is Robert Arnold, Executive Director of Chatterbox Audio Theatre. 
Tonight, Chatterbox once again returns to 91.1 WKNO Memphis and 90.1 WKNP Jackson for an evening of terrifying tales, all original and all performed live on the air. The hour has arrived. Night is falling. Our performers stand at the ready. Before we begin, however, a brief word of caution. In our performance tonight, we seek very sincerely to frighten. The stuff of nightmares is potent and intense. So, too, are tonight's stories. These tales are not intended for the faint of heart or the easily upset. Those who do not wish to risk sleeplessness are advised to proceed with caution. Still listening? Excellent. In that case, take a deep breath, settle in, strengthen your resolve, and we will begin our descent. Happy listening, and happy Halloween. Witch Not Want Not by Deborah Hyatt Are you ready? Just step on the doormat, but... Brace yourself. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Oh, it's the worst one yet, Sarah. I love it. Me too. The kids hate it, of course. Oh, Don, remember how excited Katie and Jason used to get at Halloween? Now they won't even wear costumes. Well, teenagers don't want to play dress up. I know, but... But we can still have our fun. We'll fire up the fog machine. And the dancing skeleton in the tree? An army of skeletons, if you want. We'll be the scariest house in the neighborhood, just like always. We will, won't we? Meg was already saying she'll have to buy a barrel of candy to treat all the kids who show up. But that Miss Godwin, I just know she's going to pop up at any minute to lecture me. Again. Don't let that old loon get to you, Sarah. We love Halloween, and that's what matters. Trick or treat, right? You bet, honey. Trick or treat. (laughs) Mom, does a doormat have to do that? Yes, it does. (sighs) Go. Orange glitter spray, green food coloring. Okay, okay. I hate Halloween. Hello, my dears. Good morning, Miss Godwin. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's dreadful. Let me move that for you, Miss Godwin. Sarah, why would you want such a thing? It's Halloween, Miss Godwin. Well, it's enough to give a God-fearing woman a heart attack. You really should consider your soul, my dear. My soul is just fine. But come on in. I'm, I'm making treats. My, my, you have been hard at work. Oh, only eight dozen cookies so far. Do try one of the ghosts. The white icing is vanilla and the green ones are mint. Or eat a witch. They're cinnamon. Eat a... Oh, no! No, thank you. Sarah... I shouldn't have to remind you that Halloween is a religious event. It's All Hallows' Eve. All Saints' Eve. Halloween is just for fun these days, Miss Godwin. It's not about welcoming good spirits or fending off evil. It's a night of silliness. Besides, the kids just love it. 
Well, the kids, as you call them, seem to be getting older every year. Yes, they do that. Don't you get snippy with me, Sarah. You know what I mean. It's not like when your children were babies and you and Don walked them around the block. There are more children every year. Cars everywhere and teenagers. Loud, rude boys and girls showing up at all hours. Coming here because of this house. Because of these ridiculous decorations and doormats and cookies. Now, Miss Godwin, there's no need to get yourself worked up. You disrespect the saints. Okay, now that's enough. Disobey the laws of God. Bring trouble to the neighborhood. You need to stop. I would hate to see evil come upon you. Miss Godwin, please stop talking. Yes, you and your family. Shut up. You mean-spirited, narrow-minded old biddy. Just shut up. Oh, Sarah. Miss Godwin, I am sorry. I, I shouldn't have. But we cannot keep having this conversation. Oh, it's ridiculous for us to fight like this, two grown women. And neighbors for years. That's true. And you've always tried to be here for us. I have. Of course you have. Like when Gwen's boy was killed by that hit-and-run driver? Oh, that was sad. You brought a casserole. And when Meg's stepdaughter broke her ankle skateboarding in the street, you needed a cover for her cast. Well, I do try to do the right thing. But Halloween night, I don't mind the little ones, but those big ones, those loud, rude boys and girls that so, show up so late. Now, and... Miss Godwin, we've discussed this before. Whenever you've had enough, just turn out your porch light. Kids know not to visit a house with no light on. Really? Yes, really. I promise. <laughs> Hello, my pretties. Oh, what have we here? A princess and Batman. Trick or treat. I'm Batman. It's me, Miss Sarah. I see you there, Patty O'Rourke. Here are treats for each of you. Thanks. Whoa, candy. Oh, my! A sailor and Captain America and a scarecrow. How edible. I mean, how adorable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dreadful noise. Trick or treat! I'm Batman! It's me, Miss Godwin. I'm a princess! Oh, my! What have we here? A princess and a Batman. Here you go, children. One piece for each of you. Uh, thank, thank. Now, to be sure, you say your prayers tonight. I would hate for the devil to come carry you off if you should die in your sleep. Oh, I didn't mean to frighten the little dears. <laughs> that dreadful noise. Now let's just see how my soup is going. 
I'll just turn that down a bit. Oh, thank you, my little kitty clock. Yes, I see you up there swinging your tail and counting out the seconds. Tick-tock, tick-tock, eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Time to turn off the porch light. No more trick-or-treaters tonight. have dozed off. Ten o'clock. My, my, I need to wash these dishes. Oh, Jason, quit bumping into me. It's the old lady's busted up sidewalk. Hey, <laughs> come on. Let's see if Godwin has any candy left. But her light's out. So? You gonna let that stop you? <laughs> no. Act like a ghost or something. <clears throat> Ooh. <laughs> How about a little ding-dong part of that old ding-a-ling? Who is that? Who's out there? Trick or treat, we're so sweet. Give us something good to eat. Who's there? Boo! Oh, oh, who are you? Jason, I can see her through the side window. She's right there. Okay, you old bat. Get ready for a little... Jiggle the doorknob. Halloween fun. (laughs) Go away. Get away from my house. Go away, whoever you are. Don't you like (laughs) trick-or-treaters? Don't you have something yummy for us? I'll call the police if you don't go away. We want candy. Candy. (laughs) I'm calling the police. I'm calling them right now. Jason, I can't see her anymore. Oh, man. Maybe she's really calling the cops. So what? She probably calls so often, they just ignore her. Besides... (laughs) Even if they drive by, we won't be anywhere they can see us. <laughs> Miss Godwin, you forgot to lock your door. That's okay. We'll lock it for you from the inside. What are you doing? Are you coming or not? Uh, yes. <laughs> Dormat really is annoying. Fog machine's off, honey. Don, did you see Jason or Katie out there? (laughs) It's not even 11, Sarah, and Halloween night. Let them have their fun. But I've been texting them for over an hour. They probably have their phones turned off. Jason said they might catch a late-night movie. If they don't call or text by midnight, I'll drive over and look for Jason's car. Sure. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Oh, Kitty, just like you, I am watching the time, too. (laughs) Any minute now. Any minute now. Oh, 
Katie, good. You're waking up. You too, Jason. I do hate having to drug children, but you too were so impatient to come inside. Now, children, I know those stitches aren't the neatest, but if you tear them out, I'll only have to sew your mouth shut again. <laughs> Settle down, you two. It's almost time. Almost time. Midnight. The witching hour, my dears. Oh, my sweet puss. Come down off that shelf. Children, are you paying attention? Good. Now it's time for my Halloween fun. <laughs> What's going on? What is this? Why is there a police car at Sarah's house? It's Jason and Katie. They never came home last night. Oh? How terrible. I can only imagine. Yeah, I just wish there was something we could do. I recommend prayer, my dear. And soup, perhaps. Oh, my God, Don. Throw that thing away. Hello, my dear. It's Miss Godwin, honey. She she brought soup. That's just... Thank you, Miss Godwin. But, but if you don't mind... Oh, I understand. I just wanted to give you this, Sarah. What? A little box? It's what is this? Worry dolls, my dear. Oh, I know that sounds silly, but they may comfort you. I don't understand. Worry dolls. You whisper your worries to them, and they take your cares away. See how tiny they are. I make them myself. Oh, well, that's nice of you, but, but please. Ah, yes, I'm leaving, my dear. Just know that my thoughts are with you. What a lunatic. Oh, oh, Don, look. She dressed two of them like Jason and Katie. Oh, oh uh, put this away. Put it somewhere. I'll never find it. Mommy, Mommy, can you see us? Of course, honey. Give it to me. Dad, Mom, we're right here. You'll never have to see it again. Mommy, he's hurt it so hurts. bad. No, Dad, don't leave. Don't. Tulpa by Jack J. Ward.
Celeste, what are you doing here? Turn on the light. I can't see you. Celeste, how, how'd you get in here? How'd I get... I live here. Who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> Stop joking, Sal. Where's Brandon? What do you mean, where's Brandon? You know where Brandon is, Celeste. Uh, how'd you get in here anyway? Don't come any closer. Okay, okay, take it easy. I'll call the police. Look, look just put the knife down, okay? Why's the table set? For Brandon! He'll be here. Any minute. He's gotta be. I've been waiting so long. Okay, okay. Listen to me, Cell. You're confused. You left Bran weeks ago. What? No. Stay back! Okay, okay. I'm not going anywhere, okay? Can you just... just put down the knife and we'll talk? We don't have anything to talk about. Go! Now, I told you, Brandon will be here any minute. Brandon, I I know why Brandon isn't here. I know why he hasn't come. Where is he? Did, did you... Did you do something to him? If you hurt no, him... No, no, I didn't. I didn't. Listen, I'm just going to sit down and we can talk. Okay? Okay. You don't have to put down the knife. What's this? Salmon Yalfalasuda, the fruits of contemplative life, the essence of Nirmita? I don't know. They're Brandon's, I guess. He never, never told me about them. I never knew he was into Buddhism. Celeste, you need to think. When did you last see Brandon? I don't know. I just woke up and, and he was gone and, and I miss him. So much. So do I. Where is he? He's gone, Sal. Like six days now. Gone? No. He was just... I mean, he was just here. He's gone, Sal. Where? Where? Gone. No. No. No, that's not possible. How? When he found out about... You and me. You? I don't even know who you are. So, honey, we live together. We have for two weeks. You moved out of here like a month ago. Remember, I I came back from overseas after my tour, and, and things weren't going well with Bran, and we... Oh. No! Why are you lying to me? I never... I couldn't. I love Brandon, and, and he's coming back. He's coming back, and he's going to come through that door any minute, and... He's not, Celeste. He's not coming back. Oh, Look, what are you doing? It's okay. I'm just getting my phone. I'm going to play our answering machine for you. I'm going to call home, and you'll hear our voices. We recorded the answering machine when you moved in. I, I'd show you pictures, but you know I hate taking pictures on my phone. I don't know anything about you. Okay, just let me dial, okay? I'll hit speaker, and you'll hear. Hello? Hello? Celeste? Jeremy! What are you trying to do? Creep me out? You know I hate it when you don't say anything on the phone. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Where are you? 
where am I? <laughs> Should I ask what you're wearing? Is this gonna be one of those phone calls again? I, I, I... <laughs> Who is that on the phone? I, I hate to break the mood, lover, but I'm down in the laundry room doing a second load. Not exactly a perfect time for a sexy call. Uh, lover? Jeremy, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Who is that on the phone? I, um... Could you maybe pick up some Chinese tonight? I'm just beat, and... Who is that with you? Who is that on the phone? Look, I gotta call you back. Who are you talking just to? Just someone here. I'll call you right back. Bye. Who was that? That... That's... It's Celeste. I'm Celeste. I'm Celeste! I don't understand how this is happening. Why won't Brandon come home? He's gonna be home any time. And when he gets here, he'll make you leave. And then we can be together and everything will be perfect. Will be perfect? It, it is. Is perfect. It's perfect now and it will just stay that way. Who are you? You need to leave. You need to go. I came here to start packing Brandon's things. No! I'll call the police. They'll stop you. Brandon will be here. He's not coming. Don't you understand? He died a week ago. No! No, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Brandon! Wait a minute. Just, just wait a minute. You said you don't know about these books. What has that got to he do? He was telling me something. Something before he... Before he... He was angry, and I can understand. But Cell, she left. And he didn't think that... Brandon, where are you? Why aren't you home? I'm so scared without you. He just... He said that she wouldn't leave. He wouldn't be alone. Please leave. Brandon will be here. He said that he was... Wait a minute. It says here, Tulpas are magic formations generated by a powerful concentration of thought. It is a materialized thought that has taken physical form. Physical form. I've asked you to leave. Why don't you leave? Can't you see? I just want to wait till Brandon gets home. I'll make him dinner and everything. Everything will be all right. Celeste, there's only one way any of this makes sense. What? You're not here. What do you mean, I'm not here? I mean, you're at my place, our place, doing laundry, and I'm not talking to you right now. Brandon, where are you? Why don't you come home? He's dead, Celeste. He died. He took his own life, and God help me, I'm going to feel guilty for the rest of my life because of it. Because I loved him, and I couldn't stop him or be here when he needed me. What are you saying? And if, if Celeste is at home waiting for me, there's really only one thing that makes any sense, and it's impossible, but it's the only thing. Why don't I f feel right? Because Brandon did love you, Celeste. He loved you so much that when he heard about the ancient Tibetan belief in tulpas, magical creations, you know, I read about them once. The, the monks believed that if you focused long enough and hard enough, 
Where did you say Brandon is? You can create an object or being out of pure wanting. And that's what Brandon wanted more than anything, Celeste. I made dinner for when he'll get home. He wanted things to work out with you. And when they couldn't... Brandon? Brandon, where are you? Where are you? He thought you up. Even a tulpa can't exist if it's not being thought about. And maybe it took you a little too long to materialize. Maybe, maybe, by the time he had thought you into existence, the perfect life with Celeste, he had given up. Hello? Celeste. Yeah? I'm here. What's up? Nothing. I just... I wanted to hear your voice. <laughs> you pick up Chinese yet? No. No, I'm still at Brandon's place. You okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, Celeste. Uh-huh? You loved Brandon, right? Jeremy, what... I mean, you really loved him once, didn't you? Yeah. I really did. But don't be upset about no, it. No, no, I'm not upset. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad. Glad? Yeah. I think we all deserve a little happiness, don't you? Jeremy, maybe you should pack up later... I told you, if I could go there, I would have before, but... Ghosts. I... <laughs> no, I remember. Too many memories for you, too. Maybe... Maybe I'll... I'll have to wait until another day. The apartment's paid up till the end of the month. Good idea. Come home, okay? I miss you. I miss you, too. So, Chinese, aren't you going to make dinner for me? You know I hate cooking. <laughs> I forgot. I'll see you soon. Love you. I love you too. And now, the third place winner in our Flash Horror Script Competition, The Mask, by Stephen McIver. Same faces. The same faces. All day, every day, I see the same faces. I wake up in the morning and look in the mirror... And I see my own face. It's the only one that I recognize. The doctor told me when I was very young that everyone had different faces. But I knew he was lying to me. 
His face was the same as everyone else's. Everyone else is the same person, but not me. No one recognizes that I am different. Not my family, not my co-workers. I have no friends. I can't trust people who are all the same person. Different clothes, different hair, different skin. Same faces. Glassings, piercings, facial hair. Disguises that people wear. I walk the streets all alone with the rest of the world. I stand out like red against white, but nobody notices me. I go to the corner coffee shop and give my order to the foreign dignitaries at the counter. The news anchors prepare my coffee, and the president calls out to me when it's ready. Order up! I take it and head to work. It is adequate. The trains are down this morning. I attempt to hail a cab, but they sense that I am not one of them, so they do not stop for me. I am walking then. I should make I it just no on time. Oh, jeez, I'm so sorry, bro. I, I just looked down at my phone for a second. I, it's, it's fine. They didn't do a, a good job of uh, making it today. Uh, I should have been paying more attention. His face. Uh, what's wrong? It can't be. Are you okay, buddy? Uh, yeah, just fine. So sorry. He was like me. He had a different face. He wasn't one of everyone else. No, impossible. He must have been wearing a mask. A mask in order to stand out like me. A mask with narrow eyes, hollow cheeks, an unkempt mustache, and a bulging nose. God, what a disgusting mask it was. There you are. Mark has been freaking out. You're 20 minutes late for work for presentation. That mask. Well, I have to say, with these bleak projections and your lack of punctuality, I am frankly concerned. That mask. Sorry, but you know how these things work. Unfortunately, it looks like we'll have to let you go. That mask. Hey, it's been three weeks. You either have your rent by Monday or you're out of here. Ah, that horrible, repugnant, odious mask. It's all I think about every time I close my eyes. That mask. I am all alone on the street now. That mask man has taken everything from me. It still haunts my dreams. No one will have anything to do with me anymore, saying that I need help, that I've become obsessed. But they never saw that mask, that vile, hideous, loathsome mask. If I ever see that man again... That metal band from Italy, but they have opera singing and orestra with it. It's pretty sick. <sighs> what? Sweet presence. No, no, no. I'll be there in it's about ten him. minutes. I'm cutting I through the alley. I can see his mask shining in the light oh, from okay. his phone. Okay. It's time I paid him back for all the kindness he gave me. Uh, oh, whoa, what the, what the... You took it from me. I took what, man? I, I don't even know you. You took everything. There it is. That mask. I, I have to remove it. If I take it off, then he'll be the same as everyone else again. Come on. What a peculiar mask. It isn't held on by a string or a rubber band. It must be one of those professional ones that sticks on. This should make quick work of it. 
I will have this mask off him. The work is done. It looks even more foul just holding it in my hands. But now he looks just like everyone else. Everybody but me, of course. Alert eyes, perfect smile, rich, rosy cheeks. But <laughs> what a peculiar adhesive he used to keep it on. It doesn't seem to stick to anything else. All it does is stain my clothes red. Zechariah 1864 by Richard Hand Thank you for the tea. It was most refreshing. It is a good way to clear the head. Important on these occasions. Shall we begin? Yes, I, I think we're ready now. David? Oh, uh, yes, uh, I think so. You both seem rather diffident. Are you sure you want to proceed? The spirit world is never to be played with. Uh, no, it's fine. I, I'm just not sure what to expect. <laughs> I may describe a vivid picture. Someone may speak through me. On very rare occasions, you may have an olfactory manifestation. You mean we might actually smell something? It's very rare, but can happen. Uh, might we actually see anything? Extremely unlikely. Extremely rare to get that level of manifestation. I'll be honest, I've never had that happen in one of my sessions, and I've been doing this work for 38 years. In fact, I think physical manifestation may be a complete myth. Anyway, in short, a lot might occur, but there again, maybe nothing at all. Well... We've paid you for either possibility, and you've made it clear there are no refunds, so <laughs> let's proceed. <laughs> Mr. Jones, I do hope you're not a cynic when it comes to my powers. On more occasions than I care to remember, I have been in situations where there is a cynic in the room. Cynics with more interest in discrediting me and my powers than in the secrets of the afterlife they ostensibly paid me to unlock. <sighs> I apologize. Rest assured, my wife and I both believe in worlds beyond, wholeheartedly. Good. Let's clear the table. So, remind me again whom we are aiming to contact. Uh, a distant relation of mine, on my grandfather's side. 
show Bernadette the photo. Of course. Uh, Here you go. He was a soldier in the Civil War. He was on the side of the Confederates. The uniform shows he was a private, but that's all we seem to know. We're not even sure which state, but probably upper south more than deep south, we think. Uh, We've checked birth and death records, but always seem to hit a dead end. A handsome young fellow, proud in his uniform. We think he looks about 19. Yes, if that. Just a boy. Do we have a name? Oh, if you look at the back of the photo? Hmm. Scribbled in lead pencil, Jones, and then a cross, and the year 1864. Yes, just the family name, my family name, Jones. No Christian name. We've always assumed the cross and the year mean that he died in 1864. Seems more than likely. As you can imagine, just having the family name has made it difficult to get a lead on him. There were an awful lot of Joneses killed in the Civil War. Yes. Poor troubled souls. Sorry? When I meet soldiers from the Civil War, they tend to be perturbed, sometimes confused, always think that Civil War must be the cruelest type of all wars, divisive, self-destructive, tearing one's own nation apart. So why are we seeking out this young man 150 years since he passed? It's for a little bit of closure, really. Um, It's been one of those family stories for generations, and my parents were always desperate to know more, but even my grandfather could never be persuaded to open up about it. You know how it is. What was evidently painful family trauma for decades, never to be spoken of, becomes history, and then it becomes a family anecdote, a matter of pride, something quaint even. But at risk of being forgotten. That's what always hurts. Those that have passed, most of all, being forgotten. And that's why we want to find out more. Keep the memory alive. Wear it like a medal. Very well. Let's try and track down young Private Jones. Looking for a Private Jones. Can anyone help me find a young soldier from the South, a private in the Confederate Army called Jones? Still nothing. We've been a couple of hours now. I know. She is nothing if not tenacious. I don't know about her, but I think I'm fading. I'm exhausted. Jones! Young fellow! Private rank! Died 1864. Uh, I'm sorry, Bernadette. Uh, I need to stop. I can't... Hush! Yes! I can see him. The boy in the photograph. He's holding his rifle. His face is pouring with sweat. He's been in battle. Oh, my Lord, I can smell sulfur. Gunpowder. You're right. Gunpowder? Burning wood? Fire? Are you Private Jones? Jones! Private Jones! (gasps) He's walking toward me. (gasps) 
David, I can see him. Me too, in the corner. He's there. Bernadette. Bernadette. Oh, her eyes are closed. She's unconscious. Uh, I'm Jones. Who wanted Jones? Oh. Who are you? I'm talking to you. I'm Joni. Joni Jones. This is my husband, David Jones. What's your name? I told you. Private Jones. You're the ones that have been hollering out to me. I'm Jones. Private Zachariah Jones. Zachariah. Where did you come from? From 2014. The year is 2014. No. This is 1864. They're about to start shooting again. I'm about to die. Shot in the head. Buried in the mud. Any minute now. This is 2014, and this is David. He's related to you. Really? You know, there is a resemblance. Yes, Zachariah, there is, isn't there? He kind of looks like my Paul. Really? Another thing like my Paul. What's that? Don't like to say much, does he? Keeps his peace when he should speak up. Talk to him, David. Uh, hello, Zachariah. So, you're my kin. Does this mean I, I ain't been forgotten? No, Zachariah. We've tracked you down. I felt alone for the longest time. And all I do is relive this moment. The last minutes of my life again and again and again. The battle, the few minutes reprieve, the repeat attack, blood, blast, and fury. And the one that kills me. Shot in the head, buried in the mud, any minute now. And then I wake up in the battle again. Oh my God. No peace? No peace ever? None that I've seen yet. But I'll tell you something. What's that? It's good to have company. I have to relive this moment. But at least I can talk to you in between times. What year did you say you're in? 2014? Uh, you can tell me everything. Uh, about what happens next. Uh, how the war ends. and About the family, David. Uh, where we go. What we do. Uh, sure I can. Uh, lots we can tell you, Zach. Zach. Hmm. That's what my pa always called me. You two really are alike. Oh no. Any minute now. Shot in the head. Buried in the mud. This, this is terrifying. What do we do? It won't hurt you. Just me. 
You see, you're in 2014, and I'm in 1864. Oh, 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 oh no! Oh, oh no! Zachariah! Uh, uh, I'm back. Uh, uh, I'm fine. Does, does it hurt? It hurts like hell. Every single time. Uh, so, tell me more. Uh, tell me everything. Uh, I can't. I can't do this. You no, know, neither can I. Uh, tell me, David, uh, who wins the war? I've been waiting 150 years to find out. Where'd they put my body? What happened to Paul? Oh, oh no. Any minute now. Shot in the head. Buried in the mud. What can we do? Wake up Bernadette. Oh, she's out of it. Slap her, punch her awake, anything. No, talk to me. It's not so bad. The shots can't hurt you, just me. I know it's noisy and all, but... (gasps) Bernadette, wake up! Uh, I'm back. I always come back. Bernadette, wake up! No, let me stay. I want to talk to you. Please, please. (laughs) What? What is it? Did he speak to you? Oh, don't betray me! Close it. Close it down. We beg you to close it down. Was contact made? Yes. But not for long. Just what you described. You could see the boy in the photograph. I hope you learned all you needed to... You heard his name and and said it to us. Nothing else. His name was Zachariah. Oh, good. Zachariah. A fine name. And that's all we wanted to know. His name. I'll write it on the back of the photograph. The rest can be forgotten. I know I just walked myself in a circle, but according to these readings, it's more like a tube of some sort. Oh. And out. And we seem to be moving out. I'll continue this signal. Thank goodness Chatterbox's horror series continues, or I might never find my way out of this maze. I wonder if Jack's faring any better.
The Sonic Society Season 10 is written and produced by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music provided by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society through Creative Commons licensing. The Sonic Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hi, this is Marcy Bell Lunchpocket, one of the members of the Narada Radio Company. This portion of Pulpery Theater is brought to you by Arrowhawk Real Trail Mix. Remember, friends, unlike all of those other so-called trail mixes, Arrowhawk, another fine product of Irresponsible Mills of Oakville, Tennessee, is made up of all those wonderful things actually found on the trail, such as tree bark, pine needles, pebbles, clumps of clay, leaves, bird droppings, and for an added crunch, those dried husks that locusts leave on the trunks of trees. But that's not all, friends. Coming soon from Arrowhawk is a brand new protein mix that includes delicious, chewy, dried earthworms. Mm-mm. So remember, Arrowhawk is not available in stores. Go to our website and order the Arrowhawk Real Trail Mix of your choice today. If you're reading trail mix and break your teeth on a rock, chances are you're enjoying Arrowhawk.